Refresh. Good morning, squad. It's Monday. Get pumped. Get hyped. Let's celebrate. Now, I know, I know, it's way too early for this podcast, but it's never too early to give God thanks. Welcome to Refresh Podcast with your host, The Muffin Man. It's so good to have you guys all back on Martin Luther King's birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. King. I hope you guys are celebrating Dr. King's birthday with some king cake. Yeah, because I think that's where that came from. If you're not from Louisiana, I'm terribly sorry. So I, I just wanted to take time to address a mistake that I made in part three podcasts of the Refurbish Temple. So um, I was heavily influenced by my sinus infection. And so um, I wasn't thinking straight. And some of the things I said just weren't matching up with what I wanted it to, to sound like. So I wanted to say that deliverance suffers without self-discipline. Um, but you know, instead I ended up saying deliverance suffers without deliverance. And, uh, that was just one of a few mistakes I had kind of heard when I was, I was doing a playback. So I kind of just wanted to clear that up for you guys. So I do apologize about that. Um, <clears throat> but moving on to the next part of our series, we're today, we're going to be talking about the refurbished temple part four, and we're going to be talking about spring cleaning. Is that something that is avoided, man? That is something that is avoided. You know, uh, it's not called like winter cleaning or, or summer, clean, summer cleaning or, or fall cleaning, but spring cleaning. Why is it called spring cleaning? Well, if you know anything about the symbolism behind the seasons, spring represents new life growing. So when new life grows, you have to make room for that new life to grow. So you have to begin to start moving all of that old stuff out and moving all of that old clutter and that old life stuff out so you can make room for the new life. Now let's think about it in the secular definition. What does spring cleaning mean? Spring cleaning is sorting through the clutter and junk that we accumulate over time. I mean, think about it. You guys seen that meme re- re- recently that surfaced on Facebook? about um, whenever you're cleaning your room and you find stuff that you have lost like way over time and it's this girl where she's got like um, this, this huge, these sunglasses on, she's playing Nintendo DS, she's got like this weird hat looking on. You know, that's how it's always been for me whenever I clean my room. Like, oh, hey, I, I, lo- I remember when I lost this. Oh, hey, I lost, oh yeah, I was looking for this. And then like before I know it, I'm playing with the stuff that I lost instead of cleaning my room and it got sidetracked. You know, that hasn't been me in quite some time. My room's a little easier to keep up with now. But whenever I lived back at home, you know, things just, you know, were a little bit cluttered. But, you know, we tend to hold on to stuff that mean a lot to us for a few years. But as time progresses, something else comes into importance and it pushes those things that we cherish so much that we we felt like we couldn't live without for so long. And those things get pushed to the back burner. You know, we as humans, we often struggle with lust. And lust is something that cannot be satisfied. Lust is always wanting more and more and more stuff and materialistic items stack up. You know, we buy these things that's on sale. We buy these things on clearance. And before we know it, we have way too much stuff. And oftentimes we treat our temple the exact same way. The purpose this has in our series is conditioning. You know, we we have to daily condition ourselves 
We can't settle for living victories one day and living in defeat the next day. It's all about sanctification. Now let's jump into the, the, the definition of where to see what that word sanctification means. Sanctification means being made or becoming holy. It is a gift given through the power of God to a person who is considered sacred or set apart. And that's the journey we are on, my friends. We need to desire the need to become sanctified. The purification process starts with spring cleaning. In Kyle Eilman's book, Grace is Greater, he was talking about how his wife would go through their belongings every so often. He was saying like he would come home from work and he would hear like these audiobooks playing. And he'd be like, oh no, it's that time again. And his wife would have <coughs> their their um their belongings in a pile and she'd sort through it and she'd hold up each item and she'd take time to go through each item and she would hold it up and look at it and say, do I use this? Do, do I use this? And if she didn't, she would give it away or throw it away. And we have to do that with things in our lives that don't hold value in our lives. You know, we have to begin to, uh, you know, take all these things in our life and put it in a pile before us and ask ourselves, you know, is this bitterness? You know, am I using this bitterness? You know, are you bitter? Are you a bitter person? You know, bitterness benefits you absolutely. Guess how much benefits you? Wow, guys, I really cannot talk today. (laughs) Um, Let me rephrase that, okay? Um, bitter fits, bitter, <laughs> man, I'm cracking myself up, y'all. Uh, bitterness and benefits just not go together in a sentence, man. I'm a fire whoever writes these scripts, but, uh, so benefits, I did it again. I'm sorry. Hang on, hang on. I need recess. Okay. Bitterness benefits you. Absolutely. Guess how much it benefits you? Zero percent. That's right. Bitterness benefits you. Absolutely. Zero percent. It's like drinking poison. And expecting the other person to die. Holding on to anger and unforgiveness and jealousy. And the list goes on is equal to grabbing a hold of a spray paint can and creating graffiti all over the walls of your temple. But we have a God that can wipe away and remove any stain. Nothing is permanent when we invite Jesus in to help us. So I, I kind of wanted to take a moment and just kind of talk to you guys. You know, we, we t- we've been talking about holiness and a purification process. And our young adult leader at church was talking about holiness this past week. And uh, one thing I really like that you said is like, you know, oftentimes we think about God's grace and we think about um, the, the protection of his mercy, you know, as something that, you know, we get to have a field day with, you know, we get to do whatever we want. We could get to commit whatever sin that we want. We get to make all these poor decisions and say, you know what? God's grace has me, you know, uh, God's mercy has me, but God's grace and mercy is to catch you whenever you fall. But whenever you're not falling, you, you, you have this standard that you need to live up to. You have this integrity that you need to live up to. And that is what God expects of us. Let's jump into the Holy text messages and read some scripture about cleaning sanctification, and so much more. <coughs> so jumping into 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, For God has not called us for the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification. You know, God did not call us to be prisoners and slaves of bondage that stirs up impurity in our hearts and our lives. You know, God intended a life full of sanctification. 
jumping into Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5, Isaiah is talking about a vision that he has of the Lord. And he says in verse 5, And then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King of, of the Lord, the Lord of hosts. <coughs> And um, so what Isaiah is saying right there is, you know, what man, I am ruined, you know, because I cannot control my mouth. You know, I don't control what comes out of my mouth. You know, I don't, I don't control the words I speak. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to that right now. You're not controlling your words. You're allowing what comes out of your mouth to, to ruin other people's lives. And if we are all just completely honest with ourselves, if we just took a, a step back and we took personal inventory, you know, we can agree that at some point in our lives, we have released things from our face gate that has not been uplifting. You know, we've always, we've either said something bad about somebody or we have just told a, a dirty joke or we have allowed our mouths to um, produce cursing, whatever it is that we have spoken, you know, we've confined ourselves in Isaiah's place that, you know, I am a man of unclean lips. But in verse six of that, it says, then one of the uh, seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, behold, this has touched your lips and your iniquity is taken away and your sin is forgiven. See guys, we got to come to a place to where whenever we are honest before God and we are just saying, being transparent with God and saying, God, I need the process of your sanctification. God, I need the process of your purification. And, you know, whenever we, we are honest and we bring our sins and we present our sins like Isaiah did and say, you know what, God, I don't deserve what you have for me because I am already ruined because I cannot control my mouth. And that's what I struggle with. You know, then it's that moment where the burning coal is taken in hand, taken with the tongs, and it begins to cleanse our lips. And we begin to become sanctified and set apart. We become clean from those impurities and toxins in our lives. Romans 6, 22 says, but now. Having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit, resulting in sanctification and the outcome, eternal life. When you come from prostituting yourself to a lifestyle of sin and you fully surrender yourself to God, you step into a new realm of benefits. The results that start to take place include sanctification, changing for the better, the end result and ultimate retirement plan is stepping into heaven. Guys, I don't want anything keeping me out of heaven. I don't want any person keeping me out of heaven. I don't want to watch any movie that's going to keep me out of heaven. I don't want to listen to any song that's going to keep me out of heaven. I don't want to date any person that's going to keep me out of heaven. You know, I don't want anything keeping me from achieving my lifelong inheritance that I've earned. 2 Thessalonians 2.13 says, But we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. <clears throat> See, guys, God chose us from the very beginning. Just let that settle inside of you, that we have to clean our temples out. We have to get rid of the unnecessary things it holds it holds you from achievement. It keeps you from becoming holy. It doesn't matter what the person said about you. <clears throat> that rumor doesn't define who you are. People hurt people. 
sheep hurt sheep. But, you know, sometimes those sheep have wounds that could be treated by the shepherd. Your poor choices can be forgiven. Sure, that person hurt you. I understand that a lot of those things aren't fair. And I'm not okaying what happened to you. I'm, I'm really sorry. But holding on to it will only keep your temple dirty. It's going gonna, it's gonna to allow dust bunnies to come in your temple. It's going to allow spider webs to begin to develop in the corners of your temple if you're not cleaning. It's going gonna, it's gonna to allow this, this foul odor to just begin to fill your temple. It's going to allow like uh, your floors to become dusty and, and, and dirty and tainted with the stains. Ooh, does is, is your temple have stains? Does your temple have stains? The Lord wants to remove those stains for you. The Lord wants to use this, use some shout on it. The Lord wants to remove those stains from your temple. But my friends, you have to be letting him to. You have to come to a place of spring cleaning. You have to clean your temple out. You have to discipline yourself to clean your temple out and let go of the unnecessary things that are in there, that have accumulated in there. My dear viewer, Let's pray. Let's bow your head and close your eyes. No looking around. It's Martin Luther King's birthday, so you really shouldn't be driving right now. You're probably off of work. But if you're driving, and let's just take a moment of time and allow the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart. Father, I just thank you so much for this person that is listening to this message. God, I pray that you would help this dear viewer to have enough discipline and to have enough focus and enough drive to begin to clean out their lives and the things that are inside of their lives, God, that they have been holding on to for so long. God, I pray that the chains and the bondage of the bitterness and of the anger and of the frustration, God, God, I pray that all those things begin to melt off, to begin to fall off that has been caked up for so long on this person. God, I pray for absolute, total freedom from these, these things that are holding my brothers and my sisters back, God. Father, I pray that a process of sanctification begin to wash over this dear viewer, God. Father, as they become to a place to where they can be more holy and Christ-like, God, I pray that you would help them to step into the purpose and the plan that you have designed for them, God. Father, the first step of getting there is choosing to say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to do some spring cleaning and I'm going to clean my temple out. God, I pray that you'd help this dear viewer to be able to do that and to be able to clean out their temple and to not go back, but to daily, daily, daily keep this temple clean, God. Father, I thank you for every person listening. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here today on Refresh Podcast. Um, this has been another Refresh Podcast with The Muffin Man. Thank you guys for joining me here today. You guys are truly amazing. And always remember that Jesus loves you greatly. I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your Monday. Remember, guys, to clean out your temples because those suckers are not going to clean themselves out. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, that's right. This has been the Refresh Podcast where Jesus goes before you. I totally said that wrong. I cannot talk today. But you most definitely come back next Monday. I'll have another word for you so that we can bring you another refresh word. Thank you guys so much. I love you. I hope everyone has a super radical day. Uh, what's bro hug for the bros? Let's side hug. Christian side hug for the little ladies. 
And I will catch you guys on the flip side. Deuces from Massachusetts.